This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What is up, y'all? How y'all doing? What's up? What's up? Yeah. Hey, welcome to our podcast. Let's be brutally honest. If you are new to the show, my name is Nick Rochelle. And I am Carla Rochelle. And we are a married couple. Yes, yes. Okay, so y'all see we dropped this on today, which is Christmas. Everyone do not celebrate this, but I thought it would be a great idea to hold off and just save our post for um, for today. Because, you know, like my wife said, around this time, you know, people can be depressed. They can feel lonely. And I was like, you know, maybe it'd be a good idea to drop the podcast. So how are you doing today, baby? I'm doing pretty good. Okay. You know, I've been drinking my little herbs, you yeah. know, trying to keep. I'm in love with the cold, cold <laughs> off my back. So, yeah, uh, yeah just been taking actually, care of my little self. I think we can actually just say COVID. I here. know. I just like saying Coconut because <laughs> that song was in my head. I think it's maybe slightly a little bit more freedom on the podcast for <laughs> now. For now, I'll say yeah. that because, you know, it, it just seems things don't they seem good at first. And then people try to come and switch things up. But, yeah, speaking of the herbs, I'm actually drinking. Um, this was a St. John's bush. bush. Mm-hmm. So the St. John's bush tea is like red. It's the color of blood. It actually looks like blood if you look at it like really quick. But um, it's good, ladies, for cleaning out your womb. It's good for like around your time of the month. I remember today, and this may be TMI for some some of y'all, but today when we was walking, um, we were talking about just things that we noticed in our bodies uh, during that time of the month when we were younger. And how when we got older, we didn't see those same things like mm-hmm. during our time of the month. And since we've been drinking the tea, we've been seeing a lot more like we've been really getting cleaned out around this time of the month. Because, you know, the, the period really is a cleansing process. Yeah. And I think the one thing I like about the tea is that it's supposed to regulate your hormones yes. um, as well. And then it's um, rich in iron. Yes. So i do feel like i i've been kind of more balanced this time yeah so they say that you're supposed to drink it a week before and then the week of your period a week before your period and then the week of your period yeah and i know it's a um it's another tea carla putting us on too oh that's the seracy yeah the seracy <laughs> why you laugh? because you girl know i don't know because i'm it ain't my time yet but i'm it's about to be and i'm gonna drink it yeah, well, they say this Cerise girl, I don't know, because they say Cerise that it is good from everything from um, helping with diabetes to helping you pass a drug test. Yeah. So it's supposed to be a really good blood cleanser as well. It's actually like a toxin remover. Yeah, herbs are powerful. And it's like, since I'm using this, using more and more herbs, it's like I'm falling in love with it. And it's like, it makes me want to learn even more about herbs and just what, how it helps different parts of our bodies. Mm-hmm. And um, shout out to Akeem 
who is his name? Akeem what now? Pierre. Akeem Pierre. He's not sponsoring any of our episodes or anything. Speaking of that, if you do want to sponsor a podcast episode, go to our website, www.nickandcarla.com. Um, this very reasonable price to sponsor an episode and we'll shout you out. But um, Akeem Pierre, that's where we get our herbs from. This mm -hmm. guy is like, is he's dope. I mean, he's really passionate about it. Like when I actually seen his ass uh, in a boat, I don't know if he was in Jamaica or where, like actually pulling the sea moss out of the water, you know, to himself. Like it ain't like, this is not somewhere it's like he's trying to make a quick buck off of. Like he's actually very involved. Like Carla's talking to him and getting advice on other uh what herbs should she use for this and that and he's like actually directing you to it yeah i love how fast he responded to his email the thing is you got to have the right email so i had to research the um mm -hmm. the oh. site and i got the right email mm -hmm. and it's like as soon as i sent that email through it was like bing, bing. i was like damn i felt like i did <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> i didn't know that so, um, y'all, we are very happy to um, announce that on January 1st, 2022, we are going to be hosting a 22-day reset. 22-day mm -hmm. reset. I don't know. This number two is like the fact we just hit another milestone on our channel, 22,000 subscribers. We're going into the year 2022. Um, we was just like, why not? We think this would be really good because... Me, I'm at a point where I feel like I need to get myself back on track. And usually when me and Carla feel like that, we do some type of like seven day fast or, you know, three day fast. We do something to yeah. kind of help reset ourselves. Yeah, to try to cleanse our system. Yeah, yeah. because no, like to, to um, what is it? Uh, detox detox mm -hmm. yeah because it's like no matter how good you are especially if you're a bigger bigger at heart like no matter how good you think you're doing you still will have moments where you kind of fall off but the thing is when you fall off not to just go too far off and just reset yourself do some type of challenge even if you do like a 30-day challenge or something like that just to get yourself back on track so then i was thinking like maybe this would be dope because i feel like a lot of us may be kind of getting off track just watching lily how you know she's just talking about how she feel like she's gained she, she said she gained 15 pounds mm -hmm. when now when you gain 10 15 pounds that's when you really start seeing a difference yeah, and when you lose 10 to 15 pounds yes. you can really see a difference yes and yeah. it's like if you are the type of person where you don't just like gaining like a lot of weight it starts to affect your mood your hormones all of that stuff when you gain weight um i know my back hurt i feel like my butt pushing up on my back too much <laughs> that's how i try to keep track of my because i don't ever want my ass to like climb up to my neck like it did the last time so i try to keep track of your my weight neck. yes ma'am <laughs> so so um so i i already knew i was going to do a 22-day reset but i was like if we're feeling like this and you know, we tend to attract people who are very much in alignment with us on the same type of shit, on the same, fre same frequency. Mm -hmm. So I was like, maybe some of them need the same thing. And so you can go to our website to get more information, but pretty much for the 22 days, you focus on whatever you want to focus on. You know what the hell you need to focus on. If you feel like you've been getting out of control with smoking or, and this is weed or cigarettes, or you've been drinking too much coffee or eating too much drunk junk food. Or drinking too much liquor. Yeah, anything like yeah. that. It's like for the 22 days, 
choose something that you want to either cut out or something that you want to focus on. Now, during these 22 days, what I would highly recommend is for everyone to, in addition to what you're going to focus on or, or cut out for them 22 days, to add in meditation. Meditate every day for those 22 days and you're gonna get clarity in your life. So as soon as you wake up, 15 minutes. Set a 15 minute timer. The, the timer we use, the app is called Insight Timer. Mm -hmm. Insightful Timer, one of those. And it, you set a 15 minute um, timer, you meditate. And, um, and then also if you wanna add a little extra sauce on it, journal, 22 days. I would highly recommend adding one of those, one or both of those, um, in addition to what you're gonna focus on for those 22 days to just help set your new year off right. Yeah, I think um, especially like if this is the first time that you have meditated, you may wanna actually just check out either that app or you can go on YouTube and just see what meditation is going to work better for you? Would you be able to sit in silence for 15 minutes or mm -hmm. do you need a guided meditation? Yeah. I know when I first started off, I needed a guided meditation to help calm my mind down because my mind is super busy. Yeah. And I couldn't turn my mind off at first. I do really good now, but I still have busy moments. But figure out which one worked best for you. So when the first of the year come, you will already have your go to either solution that you're going to use to help you start your meditation. Yeah. And it's like, I'm glad we're talking about this now. Like it's you're listening to this on the 25th of December. We've already started promoting it on our other channels, but it's like it give you time to like mentally prepare yourself. Okay. Come January 1st, it's time to get on it. It's time to start focusing on this thing. Now to uh, keep everyone motivated, what me and Carla are going to do is in our discord, uh, discord is like, um, it's like a, a chatting app. It's like an app that connects the community. We all can get together. We can talk. Me and Carla, we're going to actually post our day-to-day -day progress and try to uh, post like some motivational things. Maybe try to remind you of why you're doing what you're doing. Um, all of that's going to happen in our Discord. And of course, if you want to join our Discord for free, just go to our website, www.nickandcarla.com and let's get on it. 2022 yes. yeah when y'all go to the website and this is just um like for some of the older people because i know sometimes they're not familiar with certain apps y'all just scroll on the page until you see the discord and just click it and basically it will walk you through the steps on how to get to the discord when you click the link it's going to take you right to it yeah. and then once you get on the discord what did you name it did you name 22 day reset yeah, it's actually on the first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, they yeah. would just know. Yeah. When you uh, yeah, when you go into the discord, when you get in there, it's different chat rooms. You'll see like Lily, uh, healthy food, some stuff like that. It's just different categories. So then just search for 22 day reset. Um, and that's where we'll all be. But then occasionally once you put the discord app on your phone, so download the discord app. Once you do that you will see us kind of talking and pinging your phone. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely we hope to see a lot of y'all show up for that 22 day reset. Um, so babe, your birthday, you had your birthday recently on the 17th. Yes. I had an amazing, phenomenal, all of the best words that you can think of lit. 
<laughs> like, yes, my birthday was all of that and then some. If y'all didn't see that vlog, that birthday vlog, definitely make sure you check it out, honey. A lot of people was upset with Carla for making them cry. Y'all, it was <laughs> Nick's fault, y'all. Y'all saw in the video, I was trying not to go there, but then I went on and I took the bait. And y'all, I'm sorry. For the people who was crying at work, I'm so sorry. I was not trying to do that to you. But it was like, I was just very emotional and just very appreciative. Yeah. It was more so like tears of joy, not tears of sadness. It's, it's interesting. Like when I was editing the vlog and by the time I uploaded it, Carla said it was a part that you said about your mom and dad that got cut out. Oh yeah, I was just saying that, you know, I don't even communicate with the people that brought me into this world. They don't talk to me. So just to have other people that can see who I am, who I have become as an individual and can appreciate me, um, it's just, it's the bomb, man. That's yeah. how come I said, even though I don't have my parents, like God did not miss a beat in my life. It's like, that was the plan that was meant for me. And he's been there with me throughout the process. He's put the right people in my life. And it's like, it's amazing. Yeah. 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 So I was really happy that you enjoyed your birthday and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. So now... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, let me say this, y'all. Okay. I know Nick mentioned, you know, a lot of people, they're not, you know, some people celebrate the holiday. Some people don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just want to tell y'all, y'all, please be careful out here because these people are driving crazy. The other day I went out, I actually had a smooth day, but um, my sister, she was in the car and she was like, you know, going off on somebody. I said, girl, these people drive nowadays like it's normal. It's normal to have an accident. Like that's what you got insurance for. You should have insurance. So y'all just make sure that y'all are careful. I know my mom, she used to say, you drive for yourself and you drive for other people too. But these people out here now, baby, they just drive for themselves. You know, I it was an accident I had to send to my kids. It was like somebody caught it on their dash cam where the car in front of them, you know how cars slow down, the car in front of them, somebody was slowing up in front of them and they move real fast. And the car with the camera actually hit somebody. It's like it happened in like two seconds. So it happens so fast. So y'all be careful because some people out here, they don't care about y'all running to other people. They'll move from in front of you so fast you, you wouldn't even see it happen. Man. So y'all be careful out here. Yes. Y'all, these cell phones are out of, out of pocket. Oh, it's Lord. It's time to get into the nitty gritty, babe. Honey. <laughs> so first and foremost, uh, if y'all been watching our reaction channel, Carla said that she, we were going to talk about the situation when um when you i was sick yeah i was sick mm -hmm. and um but i said i wanted some poo poo to make me feel better <laughs> so uh so first and foremost uh carla did give in and uh we did make love and uh i, I really was sick and i and i could tell i was sick because it just really I, for some reason i it's like i got so sweaty that i don't know it's hard to explain how sweaty i got 
I guess my yes. body was trying to sweat out, whatever. Yeah, like if y'all, if anybody has ever been sick or seen somebody sick, because sometimes they will exaggerate it in movies. Mm -hmm. They'll have the person in the bed and then yeah. the bed is soaking wet from them sweating out fever or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like Nick was sweating like that. And she was like, like, oh my God, why am I sweating so hard? I'm <laughs> like, girl, I don't know. I don't think you um like genuine. You ain't so anxious. <laughs> So I don't know what's happening. So anyways, these cell phones, y'all. So I guess while me and Carla was making love. Um, Honey, I didn't got a text y'all on my phone. Like we didn't went to sleep, woke up the next day. But this, this text came through at my phone at two in the morning. And it was talking about want to make your woman climax in two minutes. I saw are you fucking kidding me? I yeah. said so was the microphone listening to our yes. bedroom business because why is this text coming through at two in the morning? These cell phones are getting out of pocket. Y'all, I was so embarrassed. Like when Carla said that, my underarms actually started itching. I was I so told I felt her, violated. I said, they text my phone, not yours. <laughs> but I still felt violated. But so then I was like, you know what? These motherfucker phones getting on my nerves. They listening to me fuck too now. So I was like, all right, all right. Because it's this new movie um, that I want to watch. Well, Will Smith, he got this show that came out. It's called Planet Earth or somewhere. He's actually exploring the earth and just doing all this white people shit. But he, you know, he do, he's doing it. And I just wanted to see it. You know, he going down deep in the ocean where it's dark and climbing down caves and shit like that. But it's on Disney+. Plus. And I know usually when you search for something or you say something in your cell phone, they'll, and you go say like on Instagram and you see the advertisement, they will, um, actually start to, um, like run an ad. Yeah. Run an ad. So I was like, I, I, I Disney plus I need Disney plus where's Disney plus. Um, I just kept saying it. And then, so when I got on Instagram, y'all tell me why they were showing me Disney plus, um, advertisement. But it was like, you get a free trial. I mean, no, it wasn't. It was like a $13.99 off or something. It wasn't free. So then I was like, uh-uh, I don't want to pay shit. Disney Plus for free. Disney Plus for free. <laughs> and they said another Disney Plus. Again, y'all, I'm not typing this shit. I'm just saying this stuff yes. with my... As a matter of fact, when I pull up my phone again, I wouldn't be surprised if I didn't see Disney Plus on my cell phone when I open this motherfucking app on Instagram or Facebook. Um... But I never, I never got the, uh, the free trial, but they still advertised, um, the Disney plus thing on, on, uh, Instagram. So again, it's just so cringe to know that it was listening to me and Carla do the nasty. And then it sent that text, that text message. message. I was like, oh my goodness, this is so embarrassing. And all I did, I didn't even open the text message. I saw it in my notifications and I hit the little drop down. I just deleted it and blocked the number. I'm like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> it's like, you can block the number. We still heard y'all that stank stank about but yeah, speaking of movies, though, it's been like a really a lot of good movies that's been out. Me and Carla have been able to find really good movies on Netflix and and well, mainly that's our main thing. But it's this uh this new movie that's supposed to be out on Netflix called Don't Look Up. Um, it's 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 an interesting movie because it's kind of based off of true 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 stories or whatever. It's about a comet that's supposed to be heading towards the Earth. Uh, 
which we actually do have a comet that's headed this way, but they're saying that it's not supposed to hit Earth. And they're actually sending up a, a, dart, a, a ship, that's uh, something that's called the dart, flying dart or whatever, to test crashing into it. I guess so if we ever in the situation have a, a comet come our way, it's like they practice him. Yeah. It just sounds, it's, it can sound scary as hell, but it's like that movie is kind of based off of some shit that's really, ha it's just been a lot of crazy stuff going on in the sky. Like I remember I went outside just to check on like our neighbors. And when I went out, this was like when it was dark, I looked up and I just seen like a, a string of lights. It had to have been like, how many lights would you say? I would say about 40. About 40. 30 to 40, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how many, but it freaked me the hell out because I was like, oh my goodness, I see a UFO. This is my first time seeing it. I called Carla. I was like, Carla, you got to come out and see this. I tried to record it on my cell phone. And then later to find out that they said it was like Elon Musk and his uh, his new Starlink thing that he has, um, which is supposed to be like a string of satellites that he's shooting up. To I just orbit think the Earth. it's ironic that we saw it. Right, because it wasn't out there long. Because after it did its thing, flew across the sky, it like started disappearing. Yeah, it, it looked like it was probably cloudy. That's where yeah. it kind of disappeared to. But it was kind of weird because I told Nick, I said, "Well, honey, I know that ain't Santa and the reindeers." It, it, it yeah, but it, it actually looked it like looked it though, like <laughs> Santa and reindeers, but. It just it's just crazy, like all the stuff that's going on. Yeah, they said it was Elon Musk and his Starlink thing, which he actually has a new cell phone coming out. It's called like the Tesla phone. I was considering actually getting it because it's supposed to connect to all them little satellites that they got flying around the earth to have give you better services or whatever. I don't know, man. It's just so much going on. Honey, you gonna probably really have somebody listening you, to you your damn fucking right. shit on their phone. <laughs> you damn right. <laughs> he already got the thing called the Neuralink where he's trying to put a chip connected to your brain so you don't have to like whatever you think it'll show up on cell phones, y'all. It's just a lot going on in, in that space a lot going on <laughs> all right so um to the little hint of celebrity gossip we ain't gonna do too much but i just want to say shout out to megan the stallion i don't know if y'all got to see that she actually did graduate from college i thought that was freaking dope um yeah. that she did graduate she said she was gonna do it uh, i was really special because her mom graduated her grandma her great great grandma all of them they graduated mm -hmm. so I think I think school ain't for everybody because me like I tried to go to college I did too I try I try hard though y'all like I really did how hard did you try um I tried a little bit <laughs> I tried really really hard like I went <laughs> dropped out I went again <laughs> dropped out went again and it's just what it's just wasn't for me but the crazy thing is I actually purchased classes like for stuff that I want to learn about, I'll buy a class in a, a course in a heartbeat and take online classes and ace them hoes. But it's just certain things that I, if I don't care about it, it's hard for me to just focus on it. Mm -hmm. I know some people like my sister, <laughs> she went, it took her a long time. I know some people like that too. A long time. <laughs> I had a friend, it took her a long time, but they asked, made sure they graduated. <laughs> Like I, I remember when I, I just didn't want to be in school until I was an old lady. I think you played it smart though, because you didn't rack up on a lot of student no, loan debt. And shit it's like, like that. I went, 
I went to a community college first. Mm. I was like, okay, that's cool. So I was like, okay, let me try to go to A&M. And honey, they just wasn't organized enough for me. I was like, let me go back to the white folks school because this ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it. And then I was working um, third shift and um, trying to go to class. Messed around, got pregnant. That was a wrap. Yeah. It was a wrap. I ain't even try to go back and re-enroll or nothing. And I'm glad because yeah. the little loans I did have, honey, I paid them hoes off so fast. Yeah, that's why I say you, you played it real smart. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, when I was in band, we had this drum major at shout out to Alabama and them drum major he seemed like he was our drum major forever that motherfucker he just it's like he just <laughs> loved to be there with, with the band never gra- finally graduated probably like i don't know i don't know how many years later six to seven years later or some shit like that but um do you know what the hell going on with her uh the shooting all i know is they having the pre-trial i watched um somebody youtube and all right so i guess what they're saying is the evidence whatever evidence was pulled from her foot has been disposed and i can understand why it was disposed because of how when everything happened she wasn't up front she wasn't truthful about what happened so if you go to the hospital and you're not being upfront about what happened to you. Mm-hmm. Chances are they're not going to hold on to the evidence because they're going to feel like you're not cooperating with us. We're trying to get you to say what happened and you are not saying anything. And then later it comes out. OK, he shot me, blah, blah, blah. It was probably too late then. Whatever they had took out of her foot, they probably threw that shit away that night. You know, they probably... I ain't going to say that night. They probably held on to it for a little bit and was like, if don't nothing come of it, we just going to get rid of it. So at this point, whatever fragments was in her foot, they saying that they don't have them now. You think he shot her? I, I honestly... I think his last shot her. I don't think he shot her. Oh, you I hate to say that. Just listening to the video that I watched um, that night, I think it was Neek at night. It was her video that I was watching. Mm -hmm. What it sounds like is that her and the Kelsey chick, who was her friend, it sounded like they got into it because they found out they was both messing with Tori and they had been fighting. And I think (laughs) what happened was because Meg said she got out the vehicle and she started walking. Now, I think what happened, maybe Kelsey reached for the gun because she was going to try to scare her and and maybe Tori saw she was getting the gun and they was like tussling with the gun and I think it accidentally went off I think that's what happened I think that's why when Kelsey came out she said I wasn't the one with the gun Mm, and (laughs) And it's like okay no she wasn't the one with the gun and she said I didn't shoot her now did she aim the gun and shoot her? No, she didn't. So technically she's telling the truth. Why you think these uh big ass ladies fighting over that little ass man? I think it was just based off of the friendship. Right? Because what Kelsey said is Megan knew that she liked him. So she's saying Megan backdoored her. You know what? Megan she Megan, she she be kinda moving funny, man. Yeah. Even down to her damn hottest sauce. Um, I didn't know because I went into the uh <laughs> the drive through the Popeye's drive-thru. And I was like, uh, I was like, shit, let me get some of that uh you know, Popeyes, they already a lot of their people ghetto anyway. So when I get there, I talk to them like regular people. I'll be like, hey, 
Yeah, let me get that hottest sauce, real hot gear shit. When yeah. I said that shit, <laughs> Carla laughed, the girl in the drive-thru, taking my order was laughing. I guess she wasn't expecting that shit, but I was like, shit, real hot gear shit. But then uh. she said they didn't, <laughs> but, she, <laughs> but she said they didn't have it. She was like, I mean, but we got uh sweet heat. I'm like, so so what is, is it just sweet heat? Well, that's what everybody was saying. They said that it tastes like the sauce that they always had. So Megan is so fucking shicey. So she well, it ain't Megan. Medicine. They wanted her to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's and like, she's just like, yeah, I'll do it. They're all in business together. It's, but, so they like, boom, we're going to smack your name. But that's what I be shit. talking about. Like going back to the dude who do the herbs. Like you got some people on this world they just want to slap their name on something just so they can sell and make some money. Yeah. And buy Birkin bags and look like they the shit. Yeah. But then you have people who seem like they're really passionate about what they do. Like they genuinely want to help the people. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, it's just a split. Like with celebrities just doing anything for money. As a matter of fact, like it's this one celebrity, this boxer, uh, Tyrone Woodley. I was actually kind of disappointed when I seen this. Um, he's a boxer and I think he's out of St. Louis, which, which hit even harder, you know what I'm saying? Just to see someone come out of St. Louis and, and just, just do so well in boxing. Like he got a really big name in boxing, but I guess they paid him or whatever to, um, to fight these. You have, you seen the little white boys that's fighting Paul, uh, uh, Logan Paul and, uh, his brother. Oh yeah. I did so, see them. babe, check out this. I want you to check out what he did to his legacy. In my opinion, this is, um, uh, Tyrone Woodley from St. Louis, um, fighting. And this is how it ended, right here. I want you to see it. And he's done it from time to time. Just that we've been all. You see that shit? Did you see that shit? That little weak ass hit knocked him out like this. So, so it's just the fact so, that. So was it a real hit or was it a planned hit? I, I mean, you never know nowadays. You never know. That's what I'm saying. You got people just willing to do anything for money. First and foremost, you've been, you started from the bottom going up and like, you know what I'm saying? You come from, from, you know what I'm saying? Like the bottom. And you've been fighting all your life. This is, he's, he's kind of up there in age. Like he's been doing that. I mean, he ain't super old, but you know, he a lot older than, than fighting this little, uh, Logan Paul boy. It's not Logan Paul. I can't think of his actual name. Let me see Tyrone. And now you done fought him and now you done got knocked out. So now your legacy, it, it looks, it's always going to be tied to getting knocked out, uh, by Jake Paul, Jake Paul. That's his name. Hmm. And it, it even made me think about um, Mayweather when mm -hmm. he decided to fight because Mayweather is like undefeated. But now it's like, I think it was like, was it a tie or not a tie? I don't know. It just. It was like they just went so many rounds. Yeah, they didn't even something. fight for that long. Yeah. But I'm like, y'all, it's just not even that deep. It was like supposed to be what, like bragging rights? I guess, yeah. He still hung in there pretty well. Like, I'm just like. It just that's what I'm saying. Like you have some celebrities, it's almost like you just got to question how far are they willing to go for money? 
Yeah, I think it's even worse now, you know, with us being in this pandemic. Yep. It's like so many people are thirsty for their name to stay in the spotlight. Mm -hmm. It's like some people... I just be like, why, 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 why do we know this stuff? You know, it's like some people, like when we hear their personal oh. business, I just be like, why do we know this? Yeah. It's like Will and Jada, like when all of that stuff was going on with them, like what's happening? Why do we know y'all business like this? Yeah. And another one who, who I just like, you wonder why do we know our, their business is Chrissy Teigen, y'all. That Ugh. bitch is weird. She got some weird stuff going on. I don't know if y'all ever looked into her, but it's with her and kids. It's weird. But yeah, like she gets mad. She shows us stuff and then she get mad when people pop this shit. Like she showed us in the tub, butt ass naked with her, um, her daughter, which had to be maybe like eight and her son has got to be maybe like, I don't know, nine or something like that. Too old to just be it all in the bath together. So she posts a picker, picture. So were they in the tub? Yes, girl. I've never done that with my kids. I, I know some people say they have because they like when they're little, it's just easy. But like, I don't even like sitting in a tub full of my dirty ass water. Let alone. Here, here they are right here. Let, okay, maybe they ain't that old. How old would you say they are? Oh, uh, six probably and about five. So five and six? Something like that. Yes, they still too old to just be in the in the bag they all butt ass naked and then it's yeah, like these little kids talking it's the same way how i said now what i did used to do <laughs> yeah was bathe my daughter and my son together yeah and then when it got to the point where my son was noticing <laughs> body parts and one night he said why sierra got a booty in the front and the back that was the last time I bathed them together. That's all it took. Because you're letting me know that your eyes are starting to wonder. And you're starting to question why y'all bodies look different. Yeah. So, it's time for me to stop bathing. So, now, and it's like, they now been able to look at everything. Grown, woman, body parts. Little girl, body parts. Little boy, body parts. But it's just know, too much. Some, some people actually don't see anything wrong with it. I remember I used to work with this girl... And she said she walk around, you know, like naked around her sons. And, you know, like, say for instance me, I taught my kids the appropriate name for their body parts. I don't think kids need to see it to know it. Well, this is the thing. I don't I don't 100 percent see anything wrong with it, because, again, the lady who brought who I told you about, who brought me up or whatever for a little while. Mm -hmm. She used to always walk around naked. Like we, she would always see her titties. They, her, her titties dropping all down her knees. We always see all her vagina, all that stuff. But it's like it was just normal for us, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But my thing is the bathing together. No, not even that. My thing is when you post it, like oh. whatever you do in your home, cool. It's like it is what it is. I don't. I hopefully it ain't going past. You know, like anything. You know I don't what I'm know, because I wouldn't be shocked if she get locked up later on in yeah. life for doing something weird. Y'all just because check her out. it's like when all of that stuff came out about messages she used to have yeah, on her stuff on her Twitter. Yeah, it went 
scrubbed her Twitter clean. Yep. And her talking about she liked little girls in skirts. That was just weird to me. She's, so, yeah, she's, yeah. she's weird. But my thing is, whatever you do in your household, if you do walk around naked in front of your kids, because again, I was one where it was a grown lady who took care of us, uh, be six of us kids at all different ages. And she walked around naked all the time. It's just, it is what it is. It ain't like we was like, ooh, look at her. We was just like, okay, you know, that's just her. <laughs> you know, it wasn't weird for us. But we also wouldn't posting on, we also wouldn't have been like broadcasting it on the internet saying like, look at us and look at what we're doing. Yeah. Because then if like, if you see it, it's kind of like, that's weird. Yeah. I guess another thing I understand about her is it's like she posts stuff herself and then she get mad when people say mm -hmm. something, but you're putting it out there. It's like, that's just the world that we live in. You know, I already know people looking at you like you got three damn heads. Mm -hmm. So why even put that spotlight on yourself? Yeah. Speaking of that, like, well, since something else is just kind of switching up the subject a little bit, y'all. I actually um, had to, uh, this is why I, I love being with my wife. I love, like, when I, when I did the birthday post to Carla, I shouted her out for being an amazing teacher. She really is. And uh, I sit back and I just observe her and I learn so much from her. And I had to pull a trick out of her book when it came to my, uh, one, of, one of my family members. <laughs> so I got this family member who was in, in locked up for all this. So this is, should I, it's an uncle and uh, he's been locked up for. Not the uncle y'all saw on no, yeah, one of our vlogs. Y'all never a, seen him on Yeah, on this is a period. different uncle. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's, um, he's been locked up like pretty much all of my mom, all of, all of his life since he was like a teenager. And it, it sucks because it all started off with him, um, you know, getting, getting caught up trying to provide for the family. Cause again, this was during the time when they was spreading drugs out to the black communities. And it was just really rough for black people during that time. So he was just doing what he needed to do what he felt like he needed to do to try to provide so if that calls with breaking into homes Houses, and, yeah. you know robbing and shit like that it's like it sucks it fucks it's fucked up but he was a kid himself and he had you know younger brothers and sisters that didn't have no food and shit so he was trying to figure that's how it started but then it's just it went from that to him just constantly getting caught up and shit so all of his life pretty much he's been in and out of prison he was my mom's favorite brother, but all her life, pretty much, he was in and out. And then, of course, me, all my life, he's been in and out. So it's like it's 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 kind of a little sympathy there, you know, trying to be understanding. But it's like <clears throat> after a while, it's kind of like, come on, you know. So he um when I went around for Thanksgiving, you know, he asked all of us. He hit us all up. Phone went around, asked for money. I never used to get asked for money because I am, you know, I'm not a part of them. Like they asked each other, like it's, it's eight of them, brothers and sisters. And you know, he would ask them or, or whatever for money, never hit up the, niece. the, the nieces and nephews and, and grandkids. I like know. we were shielded from that shit. <laughs> but I guess now since I'm an adult, it's like, go pass it on the shelf too. So he asked, you know, and I gave him a little something, something. And he was like, all right, niece, I love you. I'm going to take your number down. I'm going uh, to make sure I hit you up next month. I was like, next, next month? <laughs> like, what's this? Am I in the... Uh... 
I'm in rotation I'm now. I'm in rotation now? What is this? <laughs> I don't like this type of link. I barely talk to you. I barely even know you. Yeah. <laughs> to be realistic. So, um, so then like literally like a week later when I got home and left all that, I got another phone call and I was just thinking, oh, why am I already getting a phone call? It's not even next month. What's happening? It is next month. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess it, it was next month because yeah. <laughs> the call happened at the end of November and then <laughs> in December. <laughs> I guess it was next month. So, okay, next month, I got that call. <laughs> and then I heard another sob story, and I was like, all right, I, I don't want to get caught up in uh, being, um, giving this grown man money. The cash cow. Like, yeah, like, I know, you know, this is my family, and if, if I feel like he really needs it, if I need to be there, then cool. But I'm not going to be uh, caught up in this, this rotation, no money pool, whatever you want to call it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take a, a page out of uh, Carla's book and I'm going to see how it works because I've seen it work for her. So uh, he, when he asked for money, he was like, can you loan it? I'm going to borrow it or whatever. And uh, he said, I'm going to pay it back. And I was like, bingo, there it is. I said, um, I'll loan it to you, but I'm really serious on like getting my money back. So, um, I asked him, when can I expect to have it back? Of course we had a lot of stuttering and shit like that. And then I was like, okay, um, well, um, I'll, I was like, unless I get the money, like I pretty much, it's like, you pretty much put it in the air. Like this is a loan. You loan me the money. And until you pay me back, you shouldn't be asking me for any more money. And then I told him, I was like, my calls are recorded. He was like, why are your calls recorded? I said, because I've needed my calls to be recorded, you know, for previous situations. So pretty much I said, if anything, I may actually be calling him and asking him now, where, when can I expect my money? Unk? <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, I've seen Carla do that where it's like she loaned. It was this one person she loaned a lot of money to. And, you know, you didn't hear from him, but I guess like this was also a person that she liked to talk to. And uh, eventually, like just randomly, they just paid you like all your money. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn. Yeah, because see, I'm the type of person I, I don't I will help you if you are like one of my people and I know, you know, you need it. But what I don't this is what I don't do well with. I don't do well with hearing all the negative that's going on in your life and when you have the ups I don't hear about it all I do mm -hmm. is see it I can see it for myself you're not calling to tell me or it's like okay things must be going good I hadn't heard from you and then when you call me it's like a whole like scenario of stuff that didn't went on and then I still don't hear anything about my money. It's like at some point you didn't went out somewhere. You didn't been on some dates. You didn't got <laughs> your hair done. It's like, that's the stuff I think about. Like if it's been months on months on months on months, we all know we go out to eat. We all know if you're single, somebody then took you on a date. And then it's just kind of like at some point you have some money. I don't care if you have to be like, you know what? Let me give you a 20. Let me give you a 50. Like, I'd rather for you to pay me like that than to act like mm -hmm. it's just 
you know you don't owe me nothing so it's like will i ever get my money back i don't know i do have one person that i never got my money back from but they already know where you hit me up at that's where the message is you hit me in my dm on facebook that's where the message is that your ass owe me and you already know i can't hit her up yeah it's just it's just it sucks and it's sad like how you know a lot of us is really thrown into this world and it's a game that's going on the money game and it's like majority of us have no clue what the hell we got ourselves into and you know by the time you try to get some type of sense it's like you already caught up with shit three four kids under you that you got to now take care of like you still a kid trying to figure out shit yourself you now done have babies because of natural it's like your natural urges to have sex and, and uh, recreate or whatever so or if that hadn't happened maybe you didn't got into some a whole you, bunch of debt yeah debt or you could have then got locked up yeah and, all this stuff, and you still got these fees that's over your head yes that's why it's like really like when people see us living in this little rv i don't know what thoughts people may get when they see it or how they may perceive us but really it's like a, a huge reset that both me and carla is doing like we were already kind of again caught up in our lives we were at our our jobs we um had whatever debt that we may have had and it's just like for me personally i felt like trapped like i felt like i needed a way to to think like and i feel like breathe. i had yes to breathe i had too much shit on me to understand yeah so that whole getting rid of everything and becoming minimalist it was like a way to reset to take yeah. a step back it's like i've been there i've been there before living check to check and um it took me being single to be like okay why is it that now i'm single i feel like i can breathe i feel like i'm only responsible yeah. for the shit that's happening in my life and then i think it was another thing when my job laid me off and i was able to be off for over a year and i was still good and i still wasn't looking forward to going to work so that's when um you know i was really like you know something even though I had an older woman that had came into my life and was dropping wisdom about putting yourself in debt, that is kind of what woke me up. Let's to start looking at stuff different. Don't look at it like, oh, I got an extra or oh, my job gave mm -hmm. me a $200 raise. Let me go get a new place. You know what I'm saying? But it's I, more than just like having someone come. It's a blessing to have someone come into your life and mm -hmm. drop that that wisdom on you is what's one thing but then the next thing is like you have to actually do the part and listen and apply that shit to your life because that stuff she was telling you you could have still been like oh yeah fuck what she's saying i'm gonna still do me that's true because you true. have a lot of people like that yeah and um it just makes me think about again just going back to our on our vlog channel we actually had um saw this girl who um was working uh, at starbucks and how she decided to help the manager out mm -hmm. by still working but off the clock yeah i'm like so who really getting what is who's really getting something out this deal she mm -hmm. ain't getting shit the company is the manager is she ain't really getting shit because she wouldn't even trade in her time for money she was just trading her time but you know what's so crazy though like just to think of it 
Um, like one of the, again, one of the most powerful things for me and Carla, when we did become minimalist, we got rid of everything and we even became truck drivers. So it literally is just me and Carla on the road. It's like becoming truck drivers and being able to listen to those, uh, financial books. Yeah, but even before that, when remember when we decided we was going to drive trucks, mm -hmm. I was like, it don't make no sense for us to pay for this house. Yep. If we're not going to be here. Yep. Why? I was just like, we it got don't rid make, of a lot of bills. It was like, I just, yeah, yeah, we got rid of a whole lot of stuff. Which allowed us to do a lot of saving. Because Carlos, she's already good with money. It's just taking the time to learn even more about money. Cause again, this is a game and it's like, we're all playing it. Even whether you realize it or not, we're all playing it. And the F the thing about it is a lot of the people like in my family, a lot of the black community, they tend to have to start the game from the bottom. So from the bottom, looking at this game, it looks completely different to someone who's born in the game at the top. Yeah. You know, does. cause they have their parents and their grandparents to not only pass down wealth to them, but to also pass down that knowledge. Like son, this is what you need to do. Daughter, this is what you need to do to play this game. And to yeah. Win. And pass down credit because yeah. I remember when I first learned you could do that. And it was like, that was one of the things that I, you know, was like, okay, I'm gonna help my kids out with this. I didn't know that you could put somebody on your credit card. Oh, and yes. And help them have that good helped, credit. That helped my credit tremendously. Because, again, like when I was a kid, my mom was using like my name. <laughs> like different bills and shit mm -hmm. so i came in the game with like fucked up credit mm -hmm. but then messing with carla and and she put me onto things and she added me onto her credit card and you know i'm already was already doing my own thing with building up my own credit but then hopping on carla's thing it's like just putting my name on her credit card and us doing what we need to do with our credit cards it boosted my credit up yeah a lot and it was like i did the same thing for my daughter um, mm -hmm. Like when she was in college, even though they didn't have a credit card or anything, I was like, okay, I got her and my son. And I think my son, he went in. I just told him, I said, just you still should go in and check your credit score just to make sure nobody has gotten access to your information. When my son first set up an account and he saw his credit score, he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, it's some grown people don't even have this credit score. I say, exactly. <laughs> yep. I said, and you need to protect it. Don't yeah. go out and do anything crazy because it took me to learn, you know, or it took me to be like, okay, how do my credit, how did my credit get impacted? Yeah. Or why I don't have any credit? Yeah. How can I get some? Yep. And what will fuck it up? And how can I make it better? It's like I had to go through researching that or trial and error. So it's like I tried to teach my kids so they wouldn't have to go through that because our parents, again, I think they were just trying to survive mm -hmm. and their mind wasn't open enough to think you know more outside the box but i think as generations come yep. we get better with that and like i think even my kids they're going to be even better yep. you know so yeah like i think it was a blessing that when carl i mean when sierra graduated college 
she already had that good credit to get yeah. her apartment, like yeah. a nice apartment. Yeah, because they actually told my daughter she was they was like, well, if your credit score is not like I think it had to be at like 750 or something. Mm -hmm. It was either 730 or 750. They was like, you won't be able to move in. And my daughter, she didn't go and set her account up to look at her credit like my son did. So she called me. She like. Ma, you think my credit score is 730 or 750? I said, I don't know. That's why I told you to set your account up. She's talking about, well, I just gave them my social. So I guess this is how we finna find out. <laughs> yes. So it's but like. See, that's another thing about, you know, it's like my kids are spoiled, yeah. you know? So it's like she still didn't research for herself. She was just like. Shit, I already got this in the bag. Like, yeah. I believe I got this in the bag. So let's just go and get this process going. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's a blessing. So again, like us being in this little travel trailer, it's like a reset that I especially had to go through because all the bad habits that I, and, and I don't blame, like, I think the best thing is to get out of the victim mode. Like, I don't blame my parents or or my grandparents or my family at all yeah because i i already know like what they had to go through a lot of shit just to fucking Man, survive what you know what i'm saying so now it's like i had to get in this little trailer to just reset because i had so much shit that i felt like was over my head so many distractions that i didn't feel like i had time to learn you know what I'm saying? Like not having to stress about money and stuff like that and just really being able to focus. That's why you notice a lot of people who go to prison, like the ones who don't get caught up in the gangs and the in the in the bullshit, they get a lot of time to sit and think too. So you have some people who go into prison that'll learn a lot of shit and they get out, you know, with a different mindset. Mm -hmm. But it still be fucked up because a lot of them are like have felons and all that. I mean felonies and shit like that. So then that's an, a, another trap. It's so many yeah, traps. It, it really is. Yeah. So this right here is like a great reset for both me and my wife. And um, I really love that we're able to share our journey on YouTube. I think it's such a freaking blessing. Like it's so fulfilling to know that we are what we do for a living. What was a part of what we do to make our living is by spreading a message and showing other people, like spreading light to people yeah. on our blog channel. Like also showing other people like a different way of thinking, a different way of moving. Like the way, just by showing by the way we move. Yeah. Cause I, like I said, I am so thankful for the teachers that I had in my life. Mm -hmm. And I always did feel like, like when I was in the work field, I would always try to talk to people that I had a relationship with to do the same thing for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on our blog channel though, um, I, it was one of our videos I mentioned. So it's like where we're living right now, we've lived at this park before, but we left for like five or six months and we came back to this park. And for some reason, anytime I take the trash out, it's these trees. Yeah, I know everything is energy and it's almost like the more and more I meditate, the more and more I get in tune with Mother Earth, the ground, doing grounding, walking on her barefoot and all that stuff. It's like the more I just feel energy from other other things other than humans. And it's these trees that constantly catch my attention is one in particular, which um, 
I noticed it's like, I guess an evergreen, like it never changes colors in the fall and the winter is always green. And I asked people like, what does this tree mean? I mean, no, what kind of tree is it? And, um, when I, when people were finally starting to like reply to it, they kept saying, oh, it's a magnolia tree. Y'all, when I tell you, when I saw, when I, when I saw the comments coming in to say it was a magnolia tree, I was like, wow, this, if this really is a magnolia tree, this is very significant for me because, um, when I was younger, when this is like, before I knew like what the law of attraction was, the secret was, this is when I really, really wanted out of my, of my life, of the current life that I was in. I was living in like a little small apartment that was like 526 feet. Um, it was, uh, it's like, I was at a job trying to go to school, trying to figure, trying to also do music. I had made this EP and I named it Magnolia Tree. So I went to listen to Magnolia Tree and I went to just sit and just see like, what the hell was I talking about at the time? So first and foremost, it was cringe as hell. Like the most cringiest thing I ever had to sit and listen to. But when I listened to the lyrics, y'all, I was just laying in the bed, Carl was over there asleep and I was just crying because it was just, in that entire like EP, it was me. And please try not, don't try to search that up. Uh, <laughs> it's so cringe, Lord. But it was me um, pretty much just talking about my current situation and wanting out and me, but me also predicting that I was going to get out of what I was in mm -hmm. and experience a better life. So I'm just boohoo crying, tears running down my eyes. And I decided to look up the meaning of Magnolia Tree and because I kept experiencing like synchronicity, like, um, let's see, I just learned different things about it. I was like, wow, this is, this is, this is powerful. Let me see what the Magnolia tree meant. It said, um, um, hold on. Why would it do that? Magnolia tree. I had it pulled up. Okay. So it said the Magnolia tree is believed to have enduring capacity and potentials as it can grow in soil that is acidic and rich in nutrients. Great writers have associated this tree to endurance. For example, in the popular movie, Steel Magnolias, produced in the year that I was born. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna keep reading, I'm gonna keep reading, which involved the character of six women that endured various hardships and were later able to rise above them. I was like, wow. Because again, me and Carla, we was talking about just being a woman, period. How when people think about being a woman, that it, it means a certain thing. Like it means you need to be all extra feminine and shit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why does that have to mean that? Like, just because like I'm a woman, I love being a woman. I would never change that for where I would never want to be a man. But some people may assume that we want to be a man, a man when we have a lot of masculine energy. And I was like, why does that have to be the case? Why can't a woman be exact? Look exactly what I look like also. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so it was just saying this tree is very strong tree and it is believed to have great strength and it possesses the ability to endure in different conditions and situations where it is grown around the world. Um, it therefore means that you are someone who is blessed with the ability to endure things well and it can also relate to your ability to face uh, your life squarely and make the best out of your life, which is what we always preach. Another thing that I thought was cool was it says something about like it's the, the flowers that grow on it. It takes seven years to actually grow. And I was like, in this, this uh, EP I made, it was made seven years ago. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was just like, wow. Like, that is just so freaking dope. The magnolia tree, like, it, it's just it really dope. But, um, okay. So let's see. I think we got an email that came through. Let's see here. You ready to do an email, honey? Yes. Let's see here. Okay. So let's see what these people got going on in this life. Oh, no, 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 no. It was one more thing, too. You remember Day? Day and Faye? The question she asked? Oh. Okay, so let's see here. So, um, okay, so if y'all used to watch our reaction channel, we used to uh, do a, um, a reaction videos to uh, Day and Faye. And um, there are a couple, a lesbian couple, of course. And she posed the question, and we said that we would actually answer it. So here is the question. I'm going to pull it up right here. We want to hear y'all thoughts. We want to converse with y'all. We want to chat it up in the cummies or whatever. But one more time, what's the question you asking? Because you the question that we're asking, I know. The question that we're asking is one is lack of patience a deal breaker for you in a relationship? How does lack of patience affect a relationship? And three, how do you deal with it if you are willing to? <laughs> okay, babe, get the backstory on that. <laughs> All right, so from what I understand, um, Deja wanted this hairstyle. So she, you know, she used to have like the waves in her head. She let her hair grow. And um, I guess she wanted some type of twist in her head. And um, when they tried to do the twist, I guess when Faye first tried to do it, Faye was like, your hair too short. She was like, I don't think we need to do this. So they left it alone. And then Deja saw somebody, I guess, on TikTok and she was like, her hair shorter than mine. I thought you said we couldn't do it. And then so Faye was like, okay, let me try to do it again for her. And I guess when she was doing it, she still didn't feel like it looked right. But because she wanted to give Deja what she wanted, she went ahead and did it. And I guess she wasn't happy with her hair. So she, so basically what Faye is saying is that Deja was being impatient because she had already told her it didn't look right. And I guess when she was doing her hair, she was being impatient about getting it done. But she wasn't considering the fact that Faye is taking her time to actually try to give her what she wanted. She's standing up. She's wasting her time. Now, not only did she waste her time after she already told you it don't look right. Now you get mad because she did your hair. So she was trying to tell Faye she was wrong. So, Faye was wrong for even trying to do her hair uh, and telling her this don't look right. So, she couldn't take that. And then when Faye did it, she was still trying to say Faye was wrong. So, like, she can't be wrong in both instances. But I get what Faye is asking. She's just like, how do you deal with someone with that strong personality it's like yeah it's like i want to give her what she wants, but she also needs to be considerate sometimes and hear me out and not just think like so if you're in face shoes how do you deal with someone who's impatient um it just depends like if they want to um deal with it i think she just needs to be more vocal like she told her at first it didn't look right and so what she should have did was she should have did it let her look at it and say, this don't look right. You know, and then if she made the decision, now let's keep going. 
then I would have went ahead and did it. Now, if she wasn't happy with it, I would have said, well, you going to take that shit out because I had already told you to begin with that it didn't look right. So it's like, it just depends. It's kind of like how I had to get used to you mm-hmm. changing your mind because I'm the type of person I like to be prepared. I don't do well with last minute split decisions. Even my kids know that. But when I got with Nick, Nick will say like, I'm going to do this. And I'm thinking this is what we're about to do. And then she'll change her mind. It used to really irk me when we first started dating. But now I'm just to the point. I don't like get in my mind. I don't have my mind set because I know it could change. Mm -hmm. So the only thing I can say for her is that she's going to have to be more vocal about how she's feeling Mm -hmm. or either she might have to say remember last time Mm -hmm. blah 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 or i'm letting you know you know so she can go ahead and like get her to think about what she's doing yeah but again when you're in a relationship it's like both people got to work on it so Mm -hmm. for example carla she didn't really like how i could switch things up really fast i may say i'm gonna do this and then later down the line i'm I'm trying to do something else Mm -hmm. but when she voiced like Carla, her throat chakra works very well. <laughs> so when she voiced, when she would voice like how she didn't like it, then I was like, okay, this is also something that I need to work on. So not to say I don't ever change my mind, but I don't do it as often because I do know that it bothers her. And Carla, she also doesn't necessarily like lock in exactly what I say because she already know how things is. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like with uh, Daisha, I hope, that both of them work on it. Like, you know, they both just kind of adjust. Mm-hmm. And uh, also like with being impatient because sometimes like depending on what we're working on, I can be impatient. Like when, especially when it comes to this like social media stuff or like working on, so that's why I like to work by myself because I just don't like waiting on people or anything like that. Um, it's, but I had to learn how to have more patience. Yeah. I, and, but I think if, if, um, Deja can see where having patience can benefit her. Cause mm-hmm. you know, you've even had moments like that. Oh yeah. You know, where you like, Oh, thank you. You know, mm-hmm. like when I actually speak up and say something, mm-hmm. you'll be like, Oh my God, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I waited. So she could actually have moments like that. If they speak up and not just give in every time Deja wants something. All right, so let's go ahead and get on to this email that was sent through. So, yeah, as you already know, uh, during the segment of our podcast, anytime someone uh, wants advice or they have something going on in their life, it's two ways you can get it. You can either write in via email and we like may choose it and actually talk about it um, on the podcast. Or if you want some one-on-one attention, you can go to our website, nickandcarla.com, and you actually can book us where we'll get on Google Meet and we will actually have a conversation one-on-one with you based off what's going on in your life. But of course you got to send us in like a brief description of what's going on and we will have to like approve it. We don't just take anyone. All right. So let's go. Are you ready, honey? Mm-hmm. All right. So they gave their age and Zodiac sign. This person is 43 years old and, um, they're a cancer. Um, okay. So let's get it. First, I want to th- start off by saying you both are amazing and i watch y'all almost every night to get me through what i am going through awesome thank you so much i was in a relationship with someone for almost six years and now i'm trying to get over her i hold myself accountable for some things 
and that's staying when I first saw the signs. I'm not judgmental. We all have our own issues. Mm -hmm. Long story short, she drinks a lot, mostly beer. When she's drunk, she turns into a totally different person towards me. She disrespects me and sometimes have put her hands on me. She's mm -hmm. 10 years younger than me, by the way. Wow. So she's 33. When she's sober, I can't get enough of her. It's like falling in love with her all over again. This is some toxic shit. I finally got over being on an emotional roller coaster. I feel that the drunk her is the real her. Mm -hmm. I've been called bitches, hoes, dick dyke. My son is 21, so that explains the last time I had that. Ugly, etc. I'm crying typing this because I've been nothing but a good woman to her. Cook clean, work 12 hours trying to further my career. She works as well, but I have more on my plate. I'm very submissive, nurturing. I show empathy and I love so hard. I know I don't deserve what she put me through, but it breaks my heart to know that I loved her way more than she loved me. I finally called it quits last week. Congratulations. <laughs> and I'm trying to pick myself up. I feel stupid, used and worthless. I'm learning how to manifest and I find myself praying more. I just need more guidance and more encouraging words. And I love how you both speak. Help. Love you guys. Oh, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I agree with uh, what my wife said. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that you have gotten out of that because that was not a good situation to be in. So um, she said that she need encouraging words. Mm hmm. It says, I finally call I'm learning how to manifest. I find myself praying. I just need more guidance and more encouraging words. And I love how you both speak. Well, she didn't say guidance on what? So I mean, I think guidance maybe is just maneuvering through life now. Dealing like the way she's like, first and foremost, her mindset, like the way she thinks. She says she feels used, stupid, used and worthless. So first and foremost, like these are words I would never use as a way to describe myself i don't care what the hell i've what mistake i've made what i've been through so the one of the questions is why is she even at a point in her life where she refers to herself as these these low vibrational words you know everything is energy these words she's used she's describing herself as she feels used and worthless and stupid well, some of it could be learned behavior from the relationship that mm -hmm. she was in. But I do think that um, she needs to pour into herself yes. more um, so that she can know who she is and um, just know what she will tolerate and absolutely what you should not deal with in a relationship. And um, it's funny that I'm saying this because... I was just, um, I had just got caught up on Megan Good and her husband. Oh, yeah. And um, just hearing their story, because I never really knew their true story. But it was funny when I heard her husband at the beginning saying that he had a list of the type of woman that he wanted. And when he met Megan, it was three things on his list that he did not want 
that she possessed. And he said he went and he prayed to God and he was like, okay, even though she had these things, he was like, God, I'm trusting in you. So I've said this before, if this is on your list, then you shouldn't like drop your, like what your expectations just because you're seeing this beautiful being in front of you or what you think, what you think is something that is potential, especially if you're seeing warning signs that can be a red flag for you. Like you don't want to deal with it. And I think three of those things was, he said he didn't want to date an actress. Mm -hmm. He said that, um, he did not want them to drink and he did not want them to be a smoker. And she possessed all of those three things, but he still dated her anyway. So I think a lot of times, and I said, I had a friend, she had a list of the type of man that she wanted and she did not want them to smoke marijuana. And she actually ended up dating somebody that did. So I don't know, you know, how that ended up working out. But I think that everybody should just take time to know who you are as a person to um, go out with yourself. I think when you do that and you can truly be happy with yourself, when somebody start doing something to you that you don't like, that make you feel uncomfortable, mm -hmm. then you will not stay in those situations. I'm not saying when you meet a person that it's going to be perfect because when me and Nick, when we met each other, it wasn't perfect, but it wasn't like just no red flags there. You know, it was just simply two people who was used to being single mm -hmm. and they were having to learn how to coexist with each other. So, but just certain rude things, I don't think you should tolerate. Yeah. And it's like what she got to understand, like even the way that she talks to herself, it seems kind of it's you open yourself up to attract people who prey on people like that, like the weak, because mm -hmm. it sound it comes off as like weak, insecure, insecure. Yeah. And it's like you you attract predators, like people who prey on you, like narcissists and just just, you know, people who, who are not good people to be around. Yeah. And it that's true. Y'all people it's people out here men and women when they meet you or talk to you they can tell by your body mm -hmm. language they can tell like if you cover your face up if you cover your mouth up if you have your arms crossing in front of your body it's just certain things that they can read about you to know okay this person is not secure so they're gonna tell you the things that you want to hear and make you feel like okay this person like me they love me but then when they get you in their bubble yep. they will start doing things to bring that insecurity out and that's when you have to be strong enough to be like hell no yep like she said like when she is not drunk when she's sober. It's like she fall in love with her all again, all over again. Mm -hmm. That's because she can hide or mask mm -hmm. that um, that evil thing that's inside her that she needs to work on. Mm -hmm. And um, and it's like when my wife said you need to pour love into yourself. That is the most important thing at this point. The self love needs to be on point. Even if you got to look up different ideas on YouTube or Google on how to just love yourself, just different, different things, different activities to do, you know? Um, and another thing I would recommend is words of affirmation. Like I don't know when I first met my wife, 
she would have sticky notes like all over. They would be on her mirrors, mm -hmm. um, like in, the, in in her room. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you had any in the bathroom. No, it was just in my room. But I know your cousin, he actually wrote over his entire mirror. Yeah. Words <laughs> of affirmation, just positive things. I am beautiful. Or say you are beautiful, whichever whichever way you like it. Maybe switch it up. Um, I am intelligent. I'm smart. You know, I'm worth something, you know? Just yeah. I think I, I read or heard something where they said, when you use you are, it yeah. reprograms the mind yeah. because when we are growing up, it's the same way when my kids grew up, I would say you're beautiful. Mm -hmm. You are smart, yeah. you know? So it's like, it's redirecting the brain yeah. like somebody else is speaking it to you. Yeah. It's so. like you got to go through a process of like reprogramming yourself and uh, just really build up your, your confidence in your however that looks like. I know another way to build up your confidence is by getting involved in like activities and stuff. You know, just do different things to to pour that love and, and build your yourself up because again, you are what you attract what you are. So it's a reason why you're even attracting someone like that, some someone monstrous like that. It's because it's something in you and it could be the weakness in you. So yeah. it's like really just focus on yourself. Just self love. Love the hell out of yourself. Yeah. I think two things. <clears throat> I think when and I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. And I'm just speaking from experience. At one point, I was the type of person I love to be around. Like, I didn't care about, you know, um, if somebody was in my bubble or not. I was really open, right? And then I had to go through a life lesson. So I would love when people would be around me. So I didn't mind entertaining. So when I got to the point where that didn't work because people let me down, I kind of was by myself and I had to get to the point where I was able to go out by myself and not mm -hmm. care about <clears throat> being by myself. Right. So I got really comfortable with just going shopping by myself, going out to eat by myself. I think I went to the movies by myself and it's actually it's like a stress reliever because you don't have to think about anybody else it's just all about you mm -hmm. now if you're the type of person that isolates yourself you may want to think about trying to open yourself up a little bit more maybe join some type of group maybe yeah. And I think that will actually help. Like so a it boot just, camp group. Yeah. Like where so, you're working out with a group of ladies. Yeah. So I think like if you tend to isolate yourself, then you need to try to work on being a little bit more open, being a little bit more trusting so that you won't end up with somebody that can kind of isolate you. But mm -hmm. man, I still say kudos to the fact that you left. And the yeah. other thing is don't ever be with somebody that make you feel like because you're a certain age or, oh, yeah. you know, like age shaming. Yeah. Like trying to make you feel like you, you know, ain't nobody going to want you like that is not the case. The yep. same way how you're single it's another man that's out here that's single, but it's all about how you present yourself and what you allow. Yeah. And the cool thing is, it's like the more you start pouring in those positive words of affirmations and self-loving yourself, loving yourself, anytime anyone comes and it goes against what you're already providing yourself, you will automatically know this is not the person that needs to be around me. Or near me like this is not someone I need to even entertain yeah because people the red flags they always show themselves mm-hmm 
And then I would just say, continue to meditate, you know, to like open your mind up, write in your journal. I'm not sure, you know, what other spiritual things that you're researching, but sometimes when you're researching just things on how you can grow and develop and just tap into yourself, that will actually help you move in a certain direction and it will open you up to be you know, just a little bit wiser about certain things that you do. Yeah. Um, on our vlog channel, um, me and Carla, we actually just recently showed our people the power of having a morning routine. Like, I don't know if you already have, I think most people have like a, some type of something they do when they get up. No, nah, nah, not necessarily. Cause I'm just thinking like back in my day when I used to be all over the place, like if I had to go to work, I get up and like, you know, of course I brush my teeth or some shit like that, but I do what I need to do and then I have to go to work. But it's like, it's powerful to actually create a morning and night routine. And like in that routine, you get up around the same time every day, if, if possible. And it's, it's really no excuses of whatever time you have to be. Let's say, for example, you got to be at work by six and it takes you like a good 20 minutes or 30 minutes to do your morning routine. Wake up. Uh, if you usually wake up at five o'clock wake up at 4 40 you know what i'm saying wake up at 4 30 mm -hmm. it is what it is make sure you get in bed in time enough so you can get up and do your morning routine and in that morning routine i would highly recommend including meditation and journaling like you can add whatever you want in the morning routine but the meditation and the journaling is powerful it's kind of like when i was talking about the magnolia tree earlier like when you meditate and when you journal and you get more in tune with your surroundings, you start noticing shit like trees and, and birds and bugs and stuff like that who sends messages to you. Mm -hmm. So like when you go and when you see certain things that stick out, you do your research, <laughs> see what it means, what's the meaning behind it. And it can give you some type of clarity on your journey. So definitely, like my wife said, meditate. I would highly recommend doing that and adding in a morning routine if you can, just to just to stay on track with what you're doing. Yeah. Um, it was something else that I actually wanted to talk about too on here. It was about friendships, like while we're talking about it. It's like, and I, it's I don't know if she do have friends, what type of people she's attracting, but it could be a chance that she's also re I mean have maybe toxic friends in her life. You think, or no? I don't know. Do you think people who tend to attract toxic, toxic romantic partners also? No, because one of your friends who attract <laughs> some kind of toxic situations romantically, mm -hmm. she has you as a friend. Mm -hmm. It's almost like how this person, how they found us mm -hmm. and how they like, for some reason, they really fuck with us even enough to watch our videos every night and to write into us and listen to our podcast. Yeah. And stuff. I think sometimes when you are, um, I know when I was young, I did more toxic things, had more toxic people around me. But it's like the older you get um, and just when you don't want to deal with that, like that stuff tends to fade out of your life or you tend not to have time for it anymore. So not necessarily. I always say if you do have one person that you can confide in, if they're telling you, no, that's not right, or if they're noticing that you're down or something like that, usually if you could have that one person that will give you some type of wisdom to let you know, you know, if you need to be taking an exit. 
So hopefully you got some type of friend and I'm not saying confide in them about your relationship. But again, I think like when you start to meditate, it's like you're going to already know anyway. And then if it's something where you feel like this ain't the person, you probably will feel comfortable talking to somebody else about it. And they might be able to shed some other insight on it. So hopefully she has some good people around her that can pour into her um to help you know help her build up where she's lacking right now and then maybe they can give her some advice but if she don't have anybody like that then it's good for her like we you know like the advice that we gave her for her to like do some of that stuff yeah um and i guess like this is something i kind of wanted to talk about when it comes to friendships because you know me and carlo we're also going through our our spiritual journey we're always learning new things about ourselves and just about the world, period. And it's like sometimes I'll take a step back and I'll think about my life and how I really don't have friends like that. So because of that, it would make me take a step back into um, observing myself, doing shadow work, seeing why I don't. I mean, of course, again, I like to be alone. My mom is the same way. We just we're loners. We like to be alone. But the little specks of friends that I did have. You know, I'll sit back and think about what went wrong with that relationship, what could have been done differently. And um, I really, really learned more and more that friendships are very similar to ro relationships romantically. It's just that, of course, y'all not having sex, but you still have to do things like you have to communicate. It's like y'all may clash you know what I'm saying? Compromise, shit like that. Like mm -hmm. really you have to nurture. It's kind of like how you have to nurture your, um, your romantic relationship. You still got to do the same thing with your friendships. Yeah. And I think one real like bad thing that I would do is like whenever I would get involved with some romantically, any friends that I had, it's almost like I just didn't nurture those relationships. Like I was supposed to, it was all, it was like always about like, the person I was involved in romantically or another thing is when it came to communication like I didn't it's certain things like I can pop my shit with my friends all the time I just see my friends we having a good time but when it came to like conversations that needed to be had as far as maybe holding them accountable or maybe them holding me accountable it's like we just didn't do that and because of that we kicked a lot of shit under the rug <laughs> and because of this like the important conversations they never were had and it's almost like because I didn't like feeling like vulnerable with them. Mm -hmm. Like with you, I don't mind. I could talk to you about anything. You do something I don't like, I can tell you. If you do something, it's like, or if it's something that may make my eyes water up because I got to talk about it, it's a hard conversation. It's like, I don't mind being vulnerable with you. But when it came to friends, it's like that was hard. So it's this one friend that, um, that I had. And she was just like, really, she's my bitch. Like my best friend. And uh, for some reason, we stopped talking, but it's like we've been trying to, um, I guess, get back on the page where we're like talking or have that that conversation. It's like, but um, I, I don't know. It may actually end up happening sometime in the in the near future. I don't know. But since I've had all these years since we've been since we talked, it's like I said, I want to actually approach it the way that Carla approaches shit. Again, me learning from Carla, like how you do things. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, just, I, I don't know. 
just having those hard conversations yeah i think sometimes it is hard i've had times where I, I guess with me if i feel like it's not worth it yeah you know it's kind of like pick your battle sometimes i have stuff that might happen and i might not even say anything because i can be like this just going back to the whole thing with the money if you owe me money i'm not gonna come back and be like when you gonna pay me my money when you gonna pay me my money i'm not gonna do that especially if you know that you owe me money i'm not gonna do that it's like i will let you call me i will let, i will talk to you about whatever the hell is going on with you but then when I get tired of your shenanigans or something like that, or you do something that's pissed me off, I will simply take my time back from you. Yeah. And see, and that's the thing with me too. It's like, and I had to do some shadow work on this. It's kind of like what I would notice about myself. Anytime that I would have like a friend that just really just pissed me off, I would just cut them off. I would just be like, you know what? I ain't gotta, I ain't, I, I don't need them in my life. You know, I just cut them off. And it's, it was so easy for me to just cut people off. Y'all, at one point in my life, when I was younger, I was just cutting people off left and right. I used to do that too. But I had to go. So when I started really looking around and noticing like, damn, I don't really have a lot of friends. I done cut so many of them off. What happened? And then I had to think like, why is it so easy for me to cut people off? And I think the root of it, was my dad like I had to actually sit down and think about that thing I was like the root was it my dad it was like when he pissed like I, I used to like really have a, a interesting relationship with my dad not he wasn't like in my life like that he was in and out of it but when he was in it was all positive um but when he found out that I was gay or whatever and he the first thing he did was try to like throw the bible in my face about how I was wrong and Adam and Eve and all this bullshit it's like he pissed me off and this is right when I was getting ready to go off to college and I cut him off like like a clean slate I was like I don't I don't need this this dude he ain't really been there anyways and then I seen the the stuff that he was doing that I didn't like that didn't line up with the whole Christian thing yeah. you know so to see him doing his dirt and then to come to me and, and tell me my shit it just pissed me off so I cut him off so I think from that point on any friend or anyone that got on my nerves even my little sister had cut her off for a little while I mean I talked to her a little bit now but not as much but I was like shit if I cut my own daddy y'all I don't y'all ain't even family I'm gonna cut y'all ass off too bye <laughs> yeah I was just how, cutting their ass off I was the same way I used to be like I don't even talk to my mama like I damn sure ain't gotta talk to you yeah <laughs> So it's like after doing all this shadow work and all this shit, it's kind of like I'm at a place now where I'm open. So the friend is like, we may end up like she may end up reaching out or whatever soon, sometime sooner um, in the future. This is a maybe. And if so, it's like I'm actually in a place in my life. This is years later, y'all, like about what, four years later? Girl, I don't know. It's Maybe four and a half. Yeah, that. four and yeah. a half years later of us like not talking. So <laughs> like. That's a long ass time, ain't it? <laughs> that is a long time. But see, like me, like I said, I was like that too. Mm -hmm. And I think it was easier for me because depending on the person's character, you mm -hmm. see, that's what I would base it off of. Because, you know, I, I'm real all the time. So when I can look at your character and mm -hmm. see, it's like we're all flawed. But if you're doing something like if you 
have a friend and you're coming and you're talking to me about that friend that you have, I automatically feel like there's no loyalty to me because you're here sitting here talking to me about that friend over there that's supposed to be your friend. Mm -hmm. So it's like I start looking at your character. I start looking at if I do say something to you, how you respond to it. If I'm giving you truth, if I feel like you're fighting up about it or you don't want to hear it, then I start feeling like I don't need you around me because you don't take feedback to grow especially if you the type of person that like to pop your shit and want me to hear you but you don't want me to hear you you don't want to hear me so it's like me i cut people off based off of their character when i can find somebody that's genuine they are honest they have a really good freaking heart it's like people like that that make me feel like They'll give you the shirt off their bag. They are so sweet. Like I see them putting positive stuff in the universe, yeah. not doing negative stuff. Now, those are the relationships that I'm a fight for. Yeah. And that's kind of like the two friends that I think of, like they were really good people. It's just, again, not having that communication and letting things build up. And by the time it gets to a certain place where shit hit the fan, we don't talk about it. We just cut each other out of each our lives or we distance ourselves Yeah. rather than having those hard conversations that may make you argue or may make you it's confrontation. I don't really like yeah, shit like that. Cause you can still argue with friends. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't like doing the thought of doing anything like that, but sometimes it's, it may need to be, ha- it may need to happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, again, friendships are very similar to romantic relationships. So take care of like, if you, attract some good people if you have any good friends in there like just do the work you know they nurture the relationship because it's not easy to find good people in this world you already see all these people moving shysty and shit mm-hmm. shit but um okay i think that was the podcast honey i hope you all um enjoyed the podcast hanging out with us for a little while i hope you enjoy your holiday season i hope you enjoy bringing in the new year and don't forget y'all we're having a 22-day reset starting January 1st, 2022. We want to start this new year off positively, in a positive way. Yeah, yeah. And this is not, okay, we're going to do this for 22 days, and then we're going to yeah. fall back into bad habits. It's to help us still continue to grow throughout the year. Yes. That's what it is. That's, yeah. That's why I say, like, if you can add meditation and journaling so create a morning routine if you can add that in there for 22 days i guarantee you not only will you find clarity but it will allow you to help continue on from after the 22 days mm-hmm. and another powerful thing like the reason why i like the thought of doing like 22 day jump start or reset or seven day fast or three day fast is because the more and more you do challenges like this and then, so for example, you go, like, for example, when me and Carl did the seven day raw vegan, you best believe once we got off the raw vegan and started eating like crap, we could feel it. Not like crap, but eating regular because we didn't eat like crap. It's like you can feel it. You feel mm-hmm. the difference. You so really the, can. So the more and more you, you do these challenges, these, you know, challenges and stuff, the more your body will notice the difference and the more you'll just naturally gravitate towards doing healthier things. Yeah, I know somebody, I don't know if they're going to listen to this podcast. Hopefully they will. I saw somebody put a comment in when we, um, when you actually posted that we were going to do the challenge, Mm -hmm. they said, 
how do you get past day three? Because every time I make it to day three, I guess they were saying that's that's the hardest part or either they fall back into bad, but into the thing that they were trying to avoid. And the thing is, day three is it's like those first three days are the hardest. Mm hmm. It's the first three, like the first day you motivated, you like, okay, like I'm gonna do this. I got to get through it. And then the second day reality set in, you be like, okay, I made it through yesterday. Today a little rough, but I'm gonna get through it. And then day three come and you like, man, this shit hard. And then that's when you'll fall off. But what you have to do is realize whatever your goal is that you're trying to reach. And that's the most important thing. You have to have a reason behind making the decision in the first place. If you don't have a reason behind making the decision, then it's easy to fall off. You know, if you just doing it just cause like you can't just be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do this 22 day reset with Carla and Nick just because. Like you got to have a bigger reason in that. Yeah. It's like whether you're trying to become a better person, whether you really want to learn how to meditate, whether you really feel like, Man, I know if I don't drink this water, like my kidney's going to be messed up. So you got to have a bigger reason behind it. You can't just do something just because. And that reason is what's going to help you push through. I'll never forget the very first time I did the lemonade diet. And I went through doing that cayenne pepper lemon water. And it was the, I don't know why that was the very first diet I did. I know. And, it sound rough. But what happened, this older man told me about it. And he was talking about parasites being in your body. And actually, it freaked me out. And I was just like, what? Like, I'm scared. I don't want to see that. He said, well, if it's in your body, don't you want it out? And that was my goal. I was like, if my body is polluted in any type of way, I was like, I do want it out. But not only that, I was going through this thing where I felt like I didn't have willpower. Mm -hmm. And that was the thing to let me know how strong I was. So when I got to the point, I was like, no, I was like, bitch, you finna do this because you strong. Like you come from a strong ass family. Mm -hmm. I was like, so you're going to push through. You're going to push through because you said you're going to do it. So that's why I say you got to have something bigger, a bigger reason behind it. Yeah, that's actually a good way to build up your willpower by doing little challenges. Yeah. One day fast, three day fast, and just to build build yourself up. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to start out harsh like Carla. Carla went all out, but Carla, I always say she has the strongest mind I've ever seen from anyone because she's just done some some <laughs> some crazy things and really strong-minded things yeah i just don't like things having control over me yes that's the thing and it, it comes from my childhood from my dad being on drugs mm -hmm. and me watching him struggle go in and out of rehab and i i just have this thing where i'm like i don't want anything to have that much power over me where it's impacting my life, where I'm losing my family, where I'm losing people, where I'm hurting myself. So it's like when it comes down to something like that, it's like I'm going to like beat it every time when it comes down to that. I remember one time when I felt like um, I couldn't stop smoking or I had to smoke weed. And I was just like, you know something? I was like, I don't have to do this. Yeah. And I just stopped it like just like that. Because I was like, this is not going to take control over me because I am the one that's in control. Yeah. 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 I just want to say this. It's like everything that me and Carla do, we do it with love. 
like we like we literally pour into you all like the way me and Carla pour into each other like that's all we know is just to genuinely give our loves and I, I just love the thought with so many shysty people moving around or fake stuff or not really knowing what to believe in the media especially with this pandemic shit you just don't know what to think or believe or do it's like I really like the thought of us just there's no gimmicks to us what you see is truly what you get now are we always looking the bomb diggity on camera or you know you know shit like that or we got the cleanest mouth no but again what you see is what you get it ain't no oh on camera when we turn this shit on this is how we are when we turn it off this is how we know this is really us and it's like i think it's important to give you all this love because if we can give you all this love and have you become a light in this world, it's almost like we're able to multiply. And then you're able to go out there in the world and you're able to be a light to someone else. Like we have so many people, this one person, they said at the beginning of the year in January, they were really depressed, like to the point where they were considering killing themselves. But for some reason, they're not even lesbian. They just so happened to open up YouTube. They said they had a YouTube app on their phone, but just never opened it before. They decided to open it and there we was. And I guess whatever we talk about, like even though we talk about like the lesbian relationships and shit, we always try to sneak in um, messages of light and love. Mm -hmm. And I guess through watching us, they said now it's at the end of the year in December and they no longer feel like they want to kill themselves. They don't feel depressed because maybe a lot of this stuff that we gave them of how to be self-sufficient and getting yourself out of these dark holes, it helped them and they learn how to do it. And now whatever they did to get out of that dark hole, I'm hoping that they also become a light and they spread it amongst people who are around them and um it helped light them up and through that this is how carlin and myself can actually live forever it makes me think about our neighbor richard he actually passed away um but before he died y'all he did so many good things to us me and carl was actually in the office with the uh, office lady just crying talking about richard and how sweet he was it's just like he gave me a a wooden block and y'all still got that wooden block and everywhere we travel all over the u.s i still have it but you know he's a older he was an older white guy and um he was very giving it's some things that he did for us that i don't even have to mention on here and it showed me and Carla just how important it is to be that same way. And what we told um, the office lady up there is that that same love and that same good energy that he gave to us, it will forever live through us mm -hmm. because we spread, we make sure to be the same type of neighbors or same type of people and spread that same type of love that he gave us. Yeah. So... That's, I think, well, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I just think that's a way that you actually could live, like, forever. Like, your energy, because every, again, energy. So, this love that we have, that we're spreading amongst other people, like these thousands of people who watch us. Yeah. They go out and they spread that same type of love. Yeah. I was trying to find a comment. I thought I screenshotted it, but it was this one person, I'm, I can't remember their name. I'll probably be able to find the message, maybe. They were just saying how you know it, that they love us they love how we pour into them and they were just saying that you know like we're y'all tribe oh, and yeah. i told nick i thought that was so cute you know when yeah. they said that but um 
I'm the same way. I love when, you know, somebody send us a message and let us know, like, just based off of what y'all told us, because even that same person, they were just saying how they started their business and they're just in a completely different place from where they were at the beginning of the year. And I said, this is why we do what we do. Mm You know, like to lift people's spirit, to show them that things can change. And like I said, man, we don't have it figured out, but that's the purpose of us walking you all through the process because y'all see our ups, y'all see our downs. Mm -hmm. We talk about when we get depressed because this is shit that happened, Mm y'all. This is life. You know, life happens for all of us, but we still know the importance of being positive, feeling like, you know, it's life. We're here. We're put here to enjoy life and showing you all like this is what we're supposed to do. And when you put that positive energy out, positive is going to come back to you. So just continue to just put good vibes out there. Yep. Well, uh, well, I hope everybody is enjoying the holiday. Yeah. Everybody is staying safe. Yeah. Everybody is ready for this new year that yeah. we're about to enter. Yeah. I hope everybody is having positive thoughts and everybody makes it to the new year. Yeah. Alive, well and healthy. Yes. We love y'all. We hope to catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.